Hey, this is David Dearman. I'm the pastor at Memphis Tabernacle, and this is our podcast. I wanted to thank you for joining us today. I hope that this message inspires you and builds your faith. I hope that it gives you fresh insight and strength to see God move in your life. Enjoy the message. Hey, 2021 has been just a, uh, a weird year for a lot of people. It's been a great year. But it's a year for some of losses. It's a year of, you know, some people losing people. I know that this year was a year that I lost my mom. I didn't lose her. She's in heaven. But she went on to be with the Lord. But it's been a year of victories and a year of new births. I know that uh, we have in our family, the chair family, you know, Nate and Miara, they had baby uh, Benjamin this year. And it's just, uh, what an incredible year. And I, I see new things I see other things that are, um, uh, you know, people have lost people and had, there's been victories, there's been what you may call defeats, there's been ups, there's been downs, I don't know what type of year, maybe it's been all of the above. I know that I was just thinking about a year ago filming, Tiffany and I were here at the church and we were filming um, for Sabbath Sunday last year and uh, I remember we were sitting upstairs in the lobby and we were going over some things and it was just, it was a great time. But what I didn't know was right after that or right around that time, a number of our team all caught COVID at the same time. I think that we were all at a house group. And uh, so we had to not have one Sabbath Sunday, but we had a couple of weeks that were off. And, um, and then we had some ice uh, and, and snow and we had some, uh, some wind storms that came through. And, uh, and, you know, it closed down our kids center this year. And, and, uh, there was just a number of things, but on the same, uh, in the same conversation, there's so many victories. There's people who've come to the Lord, uh, have been baptized, have been discipled, have gone through freedom. Marriages have been restored. And it's just an awesome, awesome time to serve the Lord. The Bible says in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And I want to encourage you right now to give thanks to the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord for 2021. For the good, for the bad, in up seasons and down seasons, the Lord has sustained us. The Lord has sustained you. He's been good to you. And, uh, and it, it's, it's always good. It is good to give thanks to the Lord. Why? Because he's already been to tomorrow, and he's going to be faithful tomorrow just like he's been this year. He's going to be faithful in 2022. And it's going to be an awesome, awesome uh, year together. I want to share with you for a few minutes uh, a message called Endings and Beginnings. Endings and Beginnings. This really is the last Sunday of the year. It's an all, all online service, but uh, it's our last Sunday of the year. And next Sunday will, is going to be our very first encounter together January the 2nd, and it's a year of brand new beginnings. We're on the way out of something and on the way into something else, and it seems like there's always seasons. In fact, I heard someone say lately, I'm tired of you know people saying we're in a new season or we're going into a new season or what's this season going to be like? But that's really what it's like. Every day of our lives, we're either starting something fresh or we're in the middle of something or we're ending something. And life is just all about seasons. I remember when I was single, you know, people would ask, uh, hey, when are you going to get married? And who are you going to marry? And then I thought, okay, finally, 
Tiffany and I get married and it's all great. And you know, now I'm in a marriage season, but then the big question is, when are you gonna have a baby? Come on, when are you guys gonna have a baby? There's always pushing into something. Then we had a baby and I thought, well, finally, okay, we're in, uh, we, we're in a baby season. We're doing, and then when are you gonna have another baby? It just never stops. Seasons of life are always ongoing. We're always in the middle of something. And that's why the Bible says in everything, at every time, at all seasons, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. We're wrapping up 2021 and we're ending this season and we're going into a brand new season. How you start something and how you end something is so important though. The way that we end things and the way that we begin things, it's so important. They're also the most vulnerable times, starting of something and the ending of something. I know I used to lead music teams for a number of years. And when we would have rehearsals, I just always considered rehearsals so important. And when we would get into our rehearsals, we'd rehearse the songs and go over all of the songs. But before we ended every rehearsal, I would always say the same thing. I'd say, hey, everybody, let's go over the endings and the beginnings. <laughs> Why? Because I know that's where the biggest mistakes can be, is the beginning of a song, the transitions of a song, the, the ending of a song. It's usually the place where you can make the most mistakes. So I'd say before we end our rehearsal, let's make sure to go over our endings and our beginnings. They're really, really important. Uh, I remember I was working uh, with, at a, on a musical a number of years ago, and there was a bunch of kids that were involved in the musical. Though there was probably 50 to 75 kids that were in it, and the choreographer, uh, at the very end of the number, you know, I was a little bit nervous because it wasn't all coming together. Uh, you know, the kids didn't know all their parts, but their kids, they get a free pass, and uh, they were working hard. But you know, it was it was kind of funny to be honest with you. But we were coming up to the time where we were about to put on the musical, and I think it was one of the dress rehearsals. And at the very end of the dance number, uh, they went, you know, dun, 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 and he said, everybody put your hands up and go, Wah, and you know, end like this. And uh, he would do that on all the numbers. And I said, well, why do you always end with their hands up and, uh, and, you know, and exciting at the end? He said, because people tend to remember the end of the song, not really the middle of it. Like even if you messed up, even if you didn't get all the moves right, when you end, you know, big and you end with your hands up, you know, and kids and people are clapping and they're like, wow, I love that ending. That was great. You know, you can look in life too. There's so many people who started out well, but they didn't end well. They made a m mistake or they, they made wrong decisions and they went down a wrong path and they got into some type of failure of their lives. And people don't always remember the good part. They remember the way that they ended things. Endings are important. Beginnings are important. Rockets, you know, when they go into the air, the first 30 seconds, it takes so much fuel and so much energy uh, to, to thrust it into the air, to get it out of the atmosphere. And then it seems to coast. I mean, the beginning of something and the endings of things. Writers, you know, they say it's really, really hard to write a story, but it's doubly hard to end a story. Why? Because the first 10 pages of a book, someone's going to decide whether they're ever going to uh, read that book, you know, and go on with it, or if they're going to close it and give, give it away as a gift. Uh, but the ending of the book is even more difficult because you have to know the ending of the book, bef you know, before you even start the book, you have to know where it's going. And so 
um, writers. People's startings and their endings is so important. Let me give you one more example. Sports, you know, runners or, uh, or racing, you know, sprinters. When they, when they say, ready, set, go. The starting of the race is so important. If they don't have a good start, if they trip, well, they don't, they, they didn't, the rest of the race never turned out the same. But it's, it's really the starting of the race that makes the race good, but it's the ending of the race that determines whether you won the race or not. The starting and the ending, I think, is really some of the most important things in our lives. Uh, one of my favorite things to do when I uh, will oversee or officiate a wedding is after we say the vows of the wedding, I will uh, say, hey, I'm going to read to you your blessings out of Deuteronomy chapter 28. Because in Galatians chapter 3, it says that Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having been made a curse for us, for it's written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles or those who aren't Jews who believe. And so I'll say, hey, I want to read to you your blessing according to Galatians chapter 3 and according to Deuteronomy chapter 28. Here's what Deuteronomy chapter 28 says, because it's, it, it was, it, it's a whole chapter about the blessing or the curse. The blessing if you obey God, the curse if you don't. And we would say in the New Testament, the blessing if you're in Christ Jesus and the curse if you're not. But uh, Deuteronomy chapter 28, I always, will always close the, uh, the ceremony reading the blessing over their life. And it just brings me such joy because I know that uh, the blessing of God, though they might not see it, it is tangible. It is something that's so important on a marriage. But let me read it to you. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 28. Let me just read a few verses and I'm going to tie that into the beginnings and the endings. It says, now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth and that all these blessings will come upon you and they'll overtake you. You don't have to chase the blessing of God. The blessing of God will chase you and overtake you. It says, because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. He goes on and he says, blessed or blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country. I've lived in both. And the Bible says, no matter where you live, you'll be blessed. He says, blessed shall be the fruit of your body. That's your kids, that's your offspring. And the produce of your ground, that's the things that you uh, plant in the ground. This was an agriculture society. And, you know, when people, their work was that they planted seed in the ground and they wanted to know that it grew up into a harvest and it brought back an abundance. And it's saying, I'm going to bless the, the fruit of your ground and the increase of your herds. If you have livestock, if you're a farmer, if you're someone who makes your living off of, uh, off of animals, He's saying, I'm going to bless the animals so that the offspring's blessed, and then you'll be blessed in turn. He says, in the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flocks, blessed shall you be in your basket and blessed shall you be in your kneading bowl. But here's what I want, where I wanted to get to. Verse 6, it says, blessed or blessed shall you be when you come in, the start of something, and blessed shall you be when you go out. You'll be blessed coming into something and you'll be blessed going out of something. I know that a lot of times people are shy when they come in and they meet uh, people that are new. Maybe it's because as a child, you know, maybe they change schools 
a lot or they came into a classroom and they got made fun of or something. And uh, that first day of school or that first time where they just felt awkward, they felt the odd man out. You know, but knowing in life that God will bless your coming in, it doesn't matter what room you walk into, it doesn't matter what job you start, it doesn't matter what year you're going to start, 2022, that you're blessed going into that year. And you're blessed leaving a year. We're blessed going out of 2021. We're blessed going into 2022. He says, you're blessed going into a city. You're blessed leaving a city. You'll be blessed coming in and you'll be blessed going out. Beginnings and endings are so important to the Lord. Why am I saying this? Because I don't want us to just lay down and say, oh, I'm glad this year's over. Let's start a new one. No, let's go out of the year a certain way and let's come into the year a certain way. Let's go out intentionally and come in intentionally. Why? Because the Lord says you're blessed on the way out and you're blessed coming in. In uh, Psalm 100, it says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. In other words, when we come into God's presence, don't just walk in and go, oh, I don't know how I guess here I am again. No, walk in with thanksgiving. God, I thank you that you brought me through the last season or the last few days since I've come in and worshiped you with with other people. Enter his gates. When you wake up in the morning, start your day with thanksgiving. Start your day with praise. When you go to bed at night, go to bed with thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord. For some, sometimes it might be, thank you, Lord, that you got me through that one. Uh, but enter in with thanksgiving. Go to bed with thanksgiving. Come into a place with thanksgiving. Leave with thanksgiving. Leave with praise. He says, give thanks to him and praise his name. Why? For the Lord is good. His love endures forever and his faithfulness continues through all generations. Why? Because the Lord's not only good today, the Lord's going to be good tomorrow. Why? The Lord's not only good this year, the Lord's going to be good next year. The Lord's not only good in this season, the Lord's going to be good and great in the next season. And I'm telling you, it really helps our outlook. It really helps our perception. It really helps the way that we, our paradigm, the way that we view things, the way that we view God, the way that we view the situation, the scenario in our life is when we're able to say, God, I give you thanks on the way in and I'm going to give you thanks on the way out. Why? Because I can't control the circumstances, but I can control the way that I respond to them. Psalm 113, remember in verse three, it says, from the rising of the sun, when I wake up to the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. When I wake up in the morning, I'm going to praise the Lord. And when I go to bed, and I like how it says the name, the Lord's name is to be praised. Like his name deserves praise, whether we give it or not, the Lord's to be praised. Why? Because the Lord's got you. The Lord's sustaining you. The Lord's got your back. The Lord's got your front. The Lord's got you side to side. And uh, his loving kindness and his tender mercies, the Bible says they're new every morning. His compassions, they fail not. Uh, Weeping may endure for the night, but the joy Joy comes in the morning, and uh, it's important for us to, in everything, at all seasons, especially at the end of something and the going in of something else, to give the Lord praise. Isaiah chapter 55 and verse 12, I want to read to you one more. It says, you will go out in joy and be led forth in peace. You're going to go out 
with joy. Not because everything went perfect, but because God sustained you. And be led forth into the next season in peace. In other words, you don't have to worry about the next season. You have peace on your feet. It's one of the things in uh, Ephesians chapter 6 that it says, make sure your feet are shod or are, that you put on your socks and shoes in the spirit, so to speak, uh, of peace. Make sure that you're walking in peace. Why? Because your life is all about uh, moving forward the gospel and all about loving God and giving him praise and bringing people uh, to know Jesus in their lives and giving God praise and letting him get all the glory in your life. That's, that's a peaceful life. It's not about, oh, what's going to happen? There's a lot of people that are doom and gloom where every season they walk into, it could be a perfect season. And they walk in, I wonder what's going to happen. I wonder what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen in the next season. God's going to be faithful. He's going to take care of you. He's already been to 2022 and he's got you covered. So what do we do? On the way out of this year, give him thanks. On the way into next year, give him thanks. Go out with joy, he says. Be led forth into the next year with peace. And the mountains and the hills will will burst into song before you. What is he saying? He's saying even your environment, it's going to burst into song before you. And the trees of the field will clap their hands. It's not just you that praises the Lord. It's nature that praises the Lord. God loves you so much. He's got you taken care of. Let's end this year with joy. Let's end 2021 with thanks. Let's thank the Lord for how good he's been to us. I just taught a two-part series on joy. uh, How we are supposed to stay full of joy and that joy is our choice. Joy joy isn't a response of what happens to us, but it's, uh, it's how we respond to what happens to us. That in everything, give thanks. Rejoice in the Lord. Always, 1 Thessalonians says, and again I say rejoice. It's important for us to make a a choice to walk in joy. And one of the things that happens when we walk in joy is that we have strength in our lives. The joy of the Lord is our strength. The Nehemiah, it tells us that. The joy of the Lord. So let's end with thanksgiving and joy. Uh, We have just a few days left this week, but let's take this week and every day Say, God, I thank you for 2021. God, I thank you for being faithful to me. I thank you that I'm still breathing. I thank you that you still have a plan and a purpose for my life. I thank you, Lord, that I haven't been taken out. I thank you, Lord, that the prayers that I prayed, you brought me through. God, I want to thank you for this year. He's been, but also thank him for the faithfulness of 2022, that he's going to be faithful. He's been so good in 2021, but he's going to be so good and so faithful in 2020 year, 2022. I want us to start out the new year right. And, uh, you know, in uh, John chapter 15, Jesus said, I'm the true vine and my father's the vine dresser. The true vine, meaning there's probably a lot of people that will promise this is the way to start your year. This is the way to to get success in your life or to feel great or to do right. But Jesus said, I just want to remind you, I'm the true vine and without me, you can do nothing. Start your year out with Jesus. Start your year out uh, in his word, in prayer. In fact, he says in John 15, he says, if you abide in me, John 15, I believe it's verse seven. He says, and my words abide in you, you'll ask what you desire and it'll be done for you. We see in there the word worship and prayer. 
He says, if you abide in me, worship, prayer. He says, and my words abide in you. That's the word of God in you. He says, you'll ask, there's prayer. We see worship is abiding in God. The word is him abiding in us. And prayer is what happens. You'll ask and it'll be done for you. You see worship, the word, prayer, and then answers to prayer. And he says, by this, my father's glorified that you bear much fruit. I pray that 2022 is going to be fruitful for you, for me, for us all together. But it doesn't just happen. If it's God's will, it'll happen. That's not, no. We have to make decisions according to the will of God. And as we make decisions, we see the will of God happen in our lives. So uh, let me encourage you to make the word of God your priority. We have... Uh, in 2022. In fact, uh, we've just started passing them out. I don't think I have one on me right now, but um, do we happen to have, do you happen to have a journal in here? Do we happen to have a journal in here? Do we happen to have a journal in here? No. Okay. Um, That's okay. We have some, our new journals, their life journals. Uh, The reading plan changed just a little bit. And uh, it's going to be a little bit more simple, but it's a classic reading plan. And it goes through the New Testament twice in a year and the Old Testament once uh, in a year. And the classic reading plan is one that we go through as a church and uh, all together. Why? Because we can't think of something else. No, there's so many reading plans and there's so many things that are great out there. But uh, the reading plan that we do is we read our Bibles together uh, during the day and during the week. And the reason why, not physically together, but you know, the same chapters together, but it's, it's so that we can fellowship together. You know, in the book of Acts chapter two, verses 42, verse 42, it says that the disciples, after the Holy Spirit came down and after the church started, he says the disciples continued steadfastly in uh, the apostles' doctrine and fellowship in the breaking of bread and prayer. But it's interesting that they say in doctrine and fellowship, that the doctrine is the word of God and fellowship, the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, that our fellowship is not just hanging out and saying, hey, you know, let's play board games or let's do this or let's do that. No, true biblical fellowship is around the word of God and around the goodness of God in your life. And so Uh, one of the things that we do is we read our Bibles. We read some of the same chapters together. You can find that Bible reading plan on memphistabernacle.com. Just go into resources and you can look down and the Bible reading plans there. But we have brand new journals. I believe that we're selling them for six bucks. I think we buy them for a little bit more than that, including shipping and such. But uh, but we want to make sure to just, we're not making any money off them. We just want to give them right to you. Excuse me. And if you don't have the money, for uh, our journals, I want to make sure that you have, uh, yeah, here's one right here. I want to make sure, thank you, that you have one of these journals. It's in, this one's in plastic, never been opened before, but these are our life journals. They have them in a couple of different colors, uh, and there's a classic reading plan, and then there's an express reading plan. The express reading plan is uh, for youth. It's for new believers. It's just to get started. In other words, it's not about quantity, it's about consistency and quality. And so if you'll take this journal 
Uh, if you'll open it up and you'll see just according to the day of the week, you can look on it and find out exactly what chapter you're going to read and go through that with us. Uh, it will, it'll allow us to fellowship together. I mean, it happens all the time. Me with uh, my wife, with Tiffany, uh, me with my family, me with uh, other uh people that are on our team, people in the church, I'll say, hey, did you do today's reading? You'll probably hear me share quite often where I'll say today in our reading or yesterday in our reading, what am I referring to? I'm referring to the reading plan that we're doing. You can also go on the Bible app and download that and just go to uh, the Life Journal. Uh, The reason why we switched over to the Life Journal is because it also has a kid's uh, Life Journal. And on the kid's Life Journal, Uh, it goes right in line with that too. So if you have kids that are uh, younger, I know that uh, we we have a a, a, a second grader and she goes through this journal. And so she'll be reading just two or three verses, three or four verses that are, you know, I may read two or three chapters and they're reading two or three verses, but we can fellowship and, uh, and help disciple our kids around the same exact reading plan And so I really encourage you, get it for your kids, get it for yourself, go through it with us. I'm going to go through it. Let's fellowship together. Um, Also, um, besides the reading plan, uh, we are going to go into prayer. We like to begin every year with 21 days of prayer, prayer and fasting. This year, it's going to start on January the 10th, which is on Monday. Usually we've been starting on a Sunday, but we're going to start on Monday this year. And the reason why we're doing that is because there's a lot of people who will say, oh, I'm, you know, they get to church. I'm not ready. Or I ate a donut or, uh, you know, I, I messed it all up. No, no, no. We want you to start right. So we're going to start on a Monday this, this time. And it's going to go from January the 10th to January the 31st, first 21 days of prayer and fasting. And let me encourage you that Find something that's impossible or something that you've been struggling in or something that you need breakthrough in. It may be an unsaved loved one or a friend. It may be something that you've just been trying to battle through in your life. And take these 21 days of prayer and fasting and let's believe God for miracles, for signs and wonders and breakthrough in your life. And I believe that God's going to answer questions maybe that you've been asking for years in these 21 days. So let's prepare together. Again, you can find fasting resources. If you'll just go to our website and click on resources, and there's some great fasting resources there that'll help you, whether it be a Daniel fast or a water fast or juice fast or whatever type of fast you want to do. The point is that you empty yourself of pleasure so that you can be hungry for the spiritual things of the Lord and to hear his voice. So we're going to pray and fast. And then I'm starting a brand new series on January the 9th, which is called Pray First. And we're going to give you some some, uh, free prayer booklets, resources. The church is uh, investing some money to be able to do that, to give it to you. Why? Because we really, really, really believe and know that God's called us to be not only a house of prayer collectively and corporately, but a people of prayer. That God has called you to pray and every great move of God was, began in prayer. And we want to help you with resources so that you can learn how to pray. And so make sure, show up to our Sunday morning encounters the next few weeks and go through this series with you. I'm going to be going over a number of different prayers. The Lord's Prayer, um, the Tabernacle Prayer, the Prayer of Jabez, how to pray the Word of God, how to pray for lost uh, ones. And it's, I believe it's going to be one of the 
most impactful series that I've ever done, uh, especially concerning prayer, which will just revolutionize and change your life. So make sure to come in January, invite friends, and uh, we're going to start the new year out right with the Word of God in our journals, reading the Word together in prayer together. And then in February, we're going to be starting brand new groups. We're going to do it a little bit uh, different this year, and we're going to have disciple. We're going to have uh, grow groups. We're going to have connect groups. We're going to have groups that we come together, and I, and I believe we're going to have more groups than we've had ever had. Uh, and so, what are groups for? They're for community. They're for growth. They're for connection. For protection. For love. And, uh, and I just know that I know that as we've gotten together with our team that God wants to do a move not only in the house but outside of this house into our community. And we're going to see life change in people's lives. We're going to see more people come to Jesus this next year, more people baptized, more people discipled, more breakthroughs in this next year. We're just expecting it. We're in faith, believing God for it. We thank God for this year, but I, I just can't wait till next year. It's going to be an awesome 2022. So let's start with God's word. Let's make a commitment to pray. Let's make a commitment to connect with one another and fellowship with one another. And uh, I, want to, I want to end right now this time with just thanking God for this year. And then I want us to uh, dedicate our lives to God for this next year. We'll do it in service when we come back together on uh, January the 2nd for next Sunday. But uh but I do want to stop by just thanking God. I want to thank God for you. I want to thank God for his plan in our lives, that he never leaves us, he never forsakes us, and that whatever it is you're facing, he who began a good work in you is going to be faithful to complete it. That's who God is. He's a faithful God. And so let's stop and give thanks for a moment as we close the Sabbath Sunday together. And I believe we're going to go into another song and thank the Lord as we close today. But uh, God has been so good. Let's give him the thanks and the praise that's due his name. Lord, we love you today. We thank you for your goodness in our lives. We thank you that your faithfulness is forever. We thank you that you're not only faithful yesterday and today, but you're already faithful tomorrow. God, your faithfulness endures from generation to generation. Thank you that you're faithful with my life, but you're faithful with my kids' lives. And you're faithful with their kids' lives. And Lord, that's just who you are. And I thank you for 2021. Would you stop and thank him with me? Lord, I thank you for 2021, that it's been a year that you've sustained us, you've helped us, you've brought us through. And as we close this year, Lord, I want to stop and I want to give you the praise and the thanks. And Lord, I want to thank you for 2022. And Lord, we dedicate this next year to you. We dedicate this year and we say, Lord, we want to be a people who are serious about your word and listening to you and obeying you. But Lord, we want to be a people of prayer, people of the word, a people of community. We want to be fruitful in all the things that you've called us to. And so, Lord, I pray for all of my brothers and sisters. I pray for everyone watching right now, Lord. I pray blessing upon their going out, their ending of this year, and blessing upon their brand new year as we come back together next week and celebrate together. Lord, I pray and I thank you for your faithfulness and your goodness in our lives in Jesus name. Well, I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. And if you did, I'd like to ask you to subscribe to our show. That way, the most recent episode will always be in your feed ready when you are. God bless you. And I'll see you next time on the Memphis Tabernacle podcast.